Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. Oh yeah, lots going on in the news today. My goodness, are we watching the Democrat Party implode? I mean, it is a beautiful sight, my friends, to watch this ridiculousness that is the left. I can't make this up. Welcome in the Matlock Show. I am your host, Matlock. So glad you're along for the ride. Do me a great big favor. Head over to Parlor, Instagram, and Twitter, at RealMattLock. We're over on the Cartel Matt on Facebook. America's Voice News, I just got done with it. I'm actually recording the podcast right after the America's Voice News uh, program. Uh, We had Ben uh, Bergquam, got to say it right, on the ground in Washington, D.C. We were talking FAIR, Federation for American Immigration Reform. We were talking to angel moms and dads out there. Uh, We covered some Ukraine, and I'm going to tell you, here's what I'm going to get to today in this hour. Lots to get to. I'm going to save most of this transcript for tomorrow. And the only reason I say that is I have not had enough time to parse through it. And I hate to do something half-assed. Seriously. I hate it. I won't do it. And that's the deal. So we're going to leave that lie for now. And I'm going to get to it tomorrow. But I want to hit a few things because they're important. But before I do that, do me a great big favor. Head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. I know it's not summertime anymore. We're now into fall up in the Midwest. But you, they, they do more than flip-flops. CombatFlipFlops.com. They sell T-shirts. They sell jewelry. They sell shoes. They sell shemogs. And they sell great great flip-flops. I have two pair of them. I love them. They're the Coyote Flopperators. I got the regular Flopperators and I got the Zero Rise, which are supposed to be good for your back. You can buy some too. Head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. Use Lock25. That'll get you 25% off Lock25. L-O-C-K-E. Do it now. Do it now. All right. All right. We've got Ukraine. I got to get to this. I mean, it is so, th- this is amazing. I'm watching this. I- I'm watching this all go down. We got the tale of the transcript, which now, you know, I was filling in yesterday for Casey Hendrickson on uh, 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And uh, yesterday, of course, Nancy Pelosi had her little press conference at 5 p.m. Eastern and said, you know, we're officially starting impeachment inquiry on the president. They've already been doing that. She, this is the biggest smokescreen in the history of politics. They've already been, they've been, the Democrat party has been investigating this president since he started running for president and came down that escalator at Trump Tower. 
I mean, they've been wiretapping him. The FISA reports, we've got that coming. The IG report's going to drop. I'm telling you, here's what's going on, in my opinion. The IG report's getting ready to drop. And I'm, I think it's going to be, there's going to be all kinds of damning information in it. And we're going to end up finding out that there were scandals within the Obama White House. Now, they were openly spying on another American. And now here you have this. I mean, I want you to think about what, what's going on here. You have a whistleblower in the White House who did not have firsthand knowledge of the conversation leaking presidential conversations to the press. What does that say for national security? What does that say for America as a whole? Do you think that these foreign leaders want their conversations out in the open? We, as Americans, elected Donald Trump to take care of these type situations. He has to talk with foreign leaders. He has to do these kind of deals. He is the president of the United States. Now, I saw on Twitter, someone said, hey, here's the deal. If we're going to leak or if we're going to see a transcript of what President Trump said to Ukraine, can we see all the transcripts of what Barack Obama said to Iran? I think it's a good deal. But what's really happened here? Let me, let me, let me tell you about what happened in May of 2018. So in 2018, CNN reported that Senators Robert Menendez, who is, by the way, a criminal, he pals around with a guy in Florida who frauded Medicare, who was doinking little girls, and uh, Mr. Menendez uh, was found supposedly not guilty. Richard Durbin and Patrick Leahy wrote a letter to the Ukraine's prosecutor general. Mr. Lutsenko, expressing concern at the closing of four investigations they said were critical to the Mueller probe. In the letter, these Democrats implied that their support for U.S. assistance to Ukraine was at stake. You know what that is, my friends? That is a quid Pro quo for those of you in Flint, Indiana. Now, they're saying, um, we need you to investigate Trump. And if you don't continue to investigate Trump, and if you close these investigations, then um, support for U.S. assistance might not come. Describing themselves as strong advocates for a robust and close relationship with Ukraine, the Democratic senators declared, we have supported the capacity-building process and are disappointed that some in Kiev appear to have cast aside these Democratic principles to avoid the ire of President Trump before demanding Lutsenko reverse course and halt any efforts to impede cooperation with this important investigation. So there you have it. You've got the left 
strong-arming Ukraine, telling them, oh, no, 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 no. You're not going to stop investigating Trump. And if you do, we're going to pull support. They're, they did the very thing they're accusing Trump of doing. The internet is forever. It's forever. It's amazing. And now yesterday, I'm on 95.3 Michiana's news channel. I'm filling in for Casey Hendrickson. I'll be on there on Friday as well. I'm on tonight, by the way. I'm a guest on the Andrea K show tonight out in San Diego. You can find the answer, San Diego, out there. I'm on, I believe, at 917 Eastern, I believe. Um, now I got I to gotta check that because I have an email that specifically states when I'm going to be on there. And now I'm just talking so I can pull up this email so I can tell you what time I'm going to be on there. So there we go. So here is the email. It says uh, da 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 Well, that's not what I wanted. That just says, okay, you can use that to do that to do that. Oh, here it is. There we go. Um, There we go. I'm on at 9.17 p.m. Eastern time for an interview with Andrea K. Show tonight. So tune in. It will be fantastic. I'm sure we'll find something to talk about. But I want you to think about what I just told you. You have the Democrat Party doing the exact thing they have accused Donald Trump of doing. And then Donald Trump, I mean, this is fantastic. I was talking to a friend this morning, and I had an epiphany. Guys, gals, I'm going to tell you. Because you've heard me talk about this. I thought, and I may still be right. You know, I, I may still be right. I'm not, I'm not nixing the idea that President Trump was behind the whistleblower. I would not be surprised if Trump himself planted that information with some people in his administration to see where it went. That would not in the least bit surprise me that Trump set them up because it's been brilliant. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But I was talking to my friend this morning and I thought to myself, okay, who does this hurt the most? Who, who does this hurt the most, this Ukraine deal? Because now we've seen the transcript, which I will start covering tomorrow. I just haven't, didn't have enough time to get into all of it. I've been watching some stuff this morning, been doing some last-minute show prep because the news moves so daggone quickly that it's hard to keep up with. And hell, I'll be out of the news. It'll be out of the cycle here in another day or two. It's how fast this 24-7 news cycle works. But I just haven't had enough time to cover it. But I'm sitting there thinking to myself as I'm talking to my buddy, I'm tweeting, I'm, I'm, I'm texting back and forth, and it hit me. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. Who does this affect the most? doesn't hurt Trump because yesterday I'm on 95.3 MNC and of course Nancy Pelosi did her little deal. Well, we got impeachment inquiry and nothing new. I'm going to talk about that in a minute too because they're not doing anything different than they haven't been doing before with Jerry Nadler and all that bull crap, right? So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, okay, Trump gave the Democrats rope. It's what you did. I mean, if you think about it, Trump could have produced this transcript at any time. He waited to pull in the Democrats in their ire. He got them all fired up, worked up. They said, oh, we got to see that transcript. We got to see what's going on. The transcript was going to give you the quid pro quo. It was going to show you that Trump was, you know, obviously guilty of what he did. And that was going to be the smoking gun, just like everything in the Trump-Russia collusion that they thought they had, right? Wrong. So Trump 
sits on that information, sits on that transcript, lets the Democrats get worked up. They get in a lather. They get all fired up. Nancy Pelosi goes out there and she says, oh, yep, impeachment inquiry, which is nothing new. They're they're never going to vote on impeachment in the House. It's not going to. I'll talk about that in a minute. But so he lets them get all worked up. They sit. Nancy Pelosi goes walking out there. You know, we need an impeachment inquiry. And then Trump says, oh, the transcript will be out tomorrow. And what is the first thing Chuck Schumer does? He goes to the media and says, well, the transcript's not really what we need. We really, really need to get the full story and talk to the whistleblower because that's going to fit their narrative. Now, Andrea Kay, who I'm going to be on her show tonight, it's funny. Now I got to pull it back up because it just moved here. Let me pull that back up. She said something very spot on. I mean, it is absolutely, God dog it, get, come on, give me Andrea Kay here. Here we go. Let's flip on her name. Got it. Her last tweet, and this is amazing. She says, what do you morons think a transcript is? Besides written notes of what happened, it's the whole story. Thank you, Andrea. It is the whole story. But you got Chuck Schumer out there. Well, it's not the entire story. You know, we all, they know. They knew they had nothing in that transcript. The left knew it. They've got no facts, no anything. They're out there running around like a bunch of morons. All they want to do is re- resist Trump, and they want to get him out of office because they're pissed off that Hillary Clinton did not win. So as soon as Trump pulls him into his lair, into his trap, all of a sudden, the transcript is no longer important. It's now we need to interview the whistleblower, who, by the way, has no direct knowledge of any of the conversations that happened. Okay? So we're there. So it's funny because Andrew K says, you know, what do you morons think a transcript is besides written notes of what happened? That's what the word scribe means. Then she says, here's the kicker. I love this. This is a great, this is a great tweet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share it. I'm gonna retweet this baby. She says, You sure were willing to accept Comey's notes as hardcore proof. Thank you, Andrea. That is so fantastic. Because she's right. She's right. And of course, who's out today? Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton's got a statement out today about Trump and impeachment and all of this garbage that's going on because she's got to put her two cents in, right? I mean, heaven forbid if she didn't say something about the matter and make sure that, you know, she was in the limelight because I'm talking to my friend today and I really thought that maybe Trump was behind this whistleblower. I'm now beginning to think that maybe it's the Clintons. I want you to think about this for a second. I'm going to go back. I did not lose my train of thought. Who does this Ukraine deal affect the most? Joe Biden. Because if Joe Biden did what we think he did, this is a huge scandal. It's literally a pay to play. He used the presidency or the vice presidency to get favors for his son to make a lot of money. That That's the Rico. That's racketeering, my friends. But yet, Sarah Carter, 
I love her. Sarah A. Carter. If you go over to Twitter, uh, she says, financial records from Morgan Stanley show numerous lines of money going into an account of Robert H. Biden. The funds originated from oligarchs and anonymous LLCs in Ukraine, China, Kazakhstan, and elsewhere. Why isn't the GOP investigating this? So as I tell you, who has the most to lose from this Ukraine deal? Because Joe Biden is sputtering. The dude's like old burnt toast, right? And it's only getting worse. He's going off on Peter Ducey. He's mad. Oh, you're asking the wrong questions. They're all pissed because they know. And old Joe knows what he did. So does the left. Would you put it past the Clintons to set Biden up? Man, what you think about that for a second? I came to that realization this morning. I hadn't thought about it that way. I hadn't thought about that. I thought Trump was orchestrating this masterpiece. I thought Trump was the one putting all the blocks together because the left's too dumb to figure out what he's doing. I mean, the main th these people are stupid. He is playing them like the puppet master that he is. I mean, it's crazy. But then I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, whoa, wait a minute. Hillary Clinton's kind of been showing up in the news lately. Have you noticed? Little listening tours, getting back in front of the people. I saw a story. I talked about a story the other day. Mark Penn said, you know, if Hillary just would have let it go, she'd have been the best candidate in 2020. The Democrats hate Warren and Sanders. Hate them. They're out there writing stories about him. Well, you know, Elizabeth Warren's going to win the primary, then she can't beat Trump. It's all about electability, right? It's electability. It's electability. Who's the most electable? Biden. Who's the moderate, supposedly, in the Democrat Party? Biden. So... What if Hillary Clinton wanted to make a space for herself? She wouldn't, you know, she wouldn't want to run against Joe. They're pretty much the same people. And if you'll remember, back in 2016, Hillary Clinton used this very tactic against Joe Biden then. Would you be at all surprised if uh, she wasn't doing it now? She has the goods. She knows what Joe Biden did. She was Secretary of State. She knows the money that was funneled to Hunter and Joe. She knows what's going on with China. Hell, she was carbon copying all of her damn emails to some Chinese company. Do you think the Clintons would be above taking out Joe Biden so she could get back in the race? Wow, think about that. Did I just like, I just blew that balloon up, didn't I? Yeah, I did. Would she, I I'm telling you right now. Hillary Clinton would have zero problems ruining Joe Biden. I don't think she likes him, for one. I think the Clintons are nasty people, for two. But she's got the goods. And now what do you see? SarahACarter.com. Hillary Clinton. Trump is a clear and present danger. Former Secretary of State, First Lady Hillary Clinton, jumped into the drama surrounding a whistleblower complaint that accused President Trump of offering Ukrainian President Zelensky financial aid in exchange for investigating former Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter's business dealings in their country. The Justice Department, along with the Intelligence Community Inspector General, found no evidence that the Trump conversation violated any federal campaign finance laws, as reported. But Clinton tweeted, get this, the president of the United States has betrayed our country. I don't think she tweeted it. It's probably somebody working for her, but it came from her account. The president 
of the United States has betrayed our country. That's not a political statement, she says. It's a harsh reality, and we must act. He is a clear and present danger to the things that keep us strong and free. And then she finishes it up by saying, I support impeachment. Of what? The inspector general and the Justice Department found no evidence that Trump violated any federal campaign laws. To impeach, you have to have an impeachable offense. The president had to have broken the law, not just to be Donald Trump because you hate him because you didn't win. But yet here we are. Here we are. I support impeachment. Now, I'm going to tell you another little side note here. I've got all kinds of tangents rolling through my brain today. I mean, it's crazy. It's a crazy Wednesday, right? I may get to this climate. I may not. Maybe tomorrow before I get to all this climate crap that I've got. I mean, I've got a whole show just based on climate, which is all debunked. I can debunk all of it. Oh, 97% of scientists say, 97% of the scientists that were actually talked to in Australia, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I want you to think about this. Because if President Trump is under impeachment charges, under an impeachment inquiry, um, what do we know is going on currently with one Supreme Court justice? Um, does Ruth Bader Ginsburg come to your mind? Because that's the first thing that came to my mind. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We know she just got treated for cancer again. We know that she's 85, 86 years old and not very healthy. I think the left knows or they're already seeing that she isn't going to make it to the 2020 election. So that would give Trump another Supreme Court justice nomination to fill. And what is the left going to say? Well, he's under impeachment proceedings. He shouldn't be allowed to nominate a Supreme Court justice. You see where my brain goes in all of this? Do you see what I think of? Because now you got Hillary out there. You got the Democrats out there. You, you've got her tweeting. You've got her talking about impeachment. They've been talking about impeachment for three years on nothing. But finally, they're going to try. Well, they're not. Let, let, let's get to this. Let, let, let me address this. Because for those of you who pay attention in your civics or your government class, here's what happens in our republic. First off, there has to be an investigation of a crime, the inquiry, right? That inquiry is then sent to the full house. The full house then votes on impeachment. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. This is never going to get out of the inquiry stage. They're going to investigate Trump all the way through 2020. I can tell you what these idiots are going to do because I know them better than they do. They need a boogeyman. They need to convince these liberal lemmings who follow these Democrats brainlessly that Trump is a criminal that he's under investigation, that he's under impeachment, that he's the bad orange man. Here's the deal. When you have an impeachment inquiry, 
You can't subpoena anybody. It has no teeth. It's a joke. And the vote's never going to happen in the House because there are too many vulnerable Democrats in red states that would get their asses handed to them. And they know it. And they're scared to death. This is an appeasement by Nancy Pelosi. She is appeasing the progressive AOC squad because she needs these idiots to keep control of the House. She knows it. Nancy Pelosi is not stupid. That's why she came out and said nothing new because we already have an impeachment inquiry that Gerald Nadler's been doing for the last three or four weeks. Nothing is going to change. Nothing. This transcript didn't matter. Didn't matter that the left has used quid pro quo with Ukraine before. They don't care. Don't look over here. Do as I say, not as I do. It's the same thing I covered yesterday with this whole global warming nonsense. They're out there and all the Democrats are freaking making stakes, 10,500 of them as a fact. But hey, we got to protect the environment. We're a bunch of morons. But hey, we're cooking steak and I brought my own seasoning. Idiots. Now, Trump asked Zelensky to look into the alleged corruption involving Biden's business dealings with Ukrainian company Burisma Holdings. However, Clinton, however, is under scrutiny as well for what appears to be her own financial dealings with these foreign nations. One example involved her husband, Bill, and her role during her time as Secretary of State in assisting Swiss Bank UBS during its banking scandal with the IRS. In 2009, Clinton intervened on behalf of UBS Bank when she was Secretary of State. She assisted in cutting a deal for the bank. The deal forced the bank forced the bank to turn over only 4,400 accounts for the IRS to review out of the 52,000 sought by them. The Wall Street Journal was the first to report that story. Despite criticism, however, her husband was later paid $1.5 million in speaking fees from UBS. No, no corruption. See, this is what's going on. This hurts the left so badly, and Trump knows it. So what does the left do? They've got to distract you. Now, the White House released the transcript of the phone call where the deal was allegedly discussed earlier Wednesday. The transcript of the call revealed no such quid pro quo arrangement. However, President Trump did express concern with Biden's son and asked President Zelensky to work with Attorney General William Barr to look into it. There was zero zero discussions of payment. There is something going on here. The left is, you know, this is what amazes me. Why are we not investigating what happened with the Obama administration? What happened with Hillary Clinton? What happened with Joe and Hunter Biden? Where is that at? And I told you before, I'm going to tell you again. Politics are timing. Politics are timing. Trump has the goods. He's brought the Democrat Party into his little trap. Now we've got impeachment inquiry. You know, here we've got um, Nancy Pelosi on record saying we're going to investigate the president for impeachment. They're not going to find anything, but here we are. Trump's sitting back there laughing. He's thinking, geez, this is way too easy. And yet we have all of this corruption. 
We have all of this information. We've got all of this in the Obama White House, which did not have, they tell you, they told you there wasn't not even one scandal in the Obama White House. But yet here we are. We're looking at all this information. We've got all this proof. And President Trump is playing the left like a fiddle. It is the most amazing thing I have ever, ever seen. Ever seen. It's crazy. And we're, I, I honestly, I, I think we're going to get to the bottom of it. And I think it's all going to, once again, Listen to this. Listen to me what I'm saying to you. Politics is timing. Trump is sitting on the goods. I think you're going to see in the next 13 months a an avalanche of information of wrongdoing by the left. And when the 2020 election comes, Trump's going to say, you're going to vote for these criminals or are you going to vote for me? It's a It's a brilliant strategy. President Trump is so much smarter than they are, so much more in-depth at this, and they are literally just floundering around in the ocean trying to stay afloat. They're trying to tread water because they just don't know what to do or how to attack this president. They've no clue. All right, head over to thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E, thematlockshow.com. Click on that verve forever link cbd oil if you got some aches and pains you got some inflammation some anxiety you're having a hard time sleeping verb forever cbd oil it's the rage i'm i'm telling you it's amazing to watch but if you've been looking and researching into cbd oil and you're ready to try it verve has a fantastic deal for you Click on that link on my website because that's how I get paid. Verb Forever. It's Matlock, thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. Click on that Verb Forever link. But if you put Verve 50, V-E-R-V-E, if you're a first-time buyer, this is your first time looking into CBD oil, the first time you've looked at Verb Forever, if you put in V-E-R-V-E-5-0, we're going to give you 50% off your first order. And I'm telling you, this is some of the best CBD on the market, if not the best. It is, it is approved. It is a, it's tested. It's out in Colorado. What do they do out there? You know, little, little marijuana. Little, it's legal. But this comes from the hemp plant. It's legal all across the country. But if you're looking into CBD oil, head over to thematlockshow.com. Hit that Verb Forever link. V-E-R-V-E 50 if you're a first-time buyer. If you're not. V-E-R-V-E-20 will get you 20% off. They've got CBD oil for me and you. They've got CBD oil, for, CBD oil for your pets. We've been buying it. Our dog, I'll tell you, he is doing so much better. I think he's in less pain. I really do. And he's moving around a lot more. Our dog's got hip dysplasia. He's getting older. He's going to be 10. And he's a boxer, so he's getting toward the end of his life. They only live about 8 to 10 years. But he used to just lay around. I mean, he would lay around. You could tell he was in pain. He would sigh. I mean, you can just tell. If you're an animal lover like me, we've got three boxers here in this house. Love all of them. They're great, great dogs, great personalities, big old clowns, big old babies. But you can always tell when, you know, they're not feeling real good. 
and he wasn't feeling really good. You know, we were getting to the point, we're taking him to the, the, the vet, you know, we're getting him, you know, some medication to help and, and to do some stuff. And I said, you know, let's try this CBD. It, it can't hurt. So I ordered it through Verve, got the pet CBD, and I'm telling you, our dog used to just lay around. He was in pain. He didn't like to move. He had a hard time. He has a few balance issues that we're working on right now, trying to get that figured out. But he just had a hard time getting around. His hips were sore. He just looked like he wasn't having fun. And now the dude's all over the place. I mean, he's walking around outside playing. I mean, he is a different dog. It works. If you're into the CBD oil, I'm telling you, it's amazing. I've watched it firsthand. Head over to thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. Hit that Verve Forever link, Verve 50 for first-time orders, Verve 20 if you've ordered before. Save your money now, verveforever.com or thematlockshow.com. Hit that link. All right, um, whistleblower. Let's talk about this for a minute because we're about halfway through the program, hard to believe, on a Wednesday afternoon, flying by, but uh, whistleblower. Now, like I told you before, and I'm going to rehash this story because I think it's something that uh, we should look at. My initial thoughts of this whistleblower was that it was all done by Trump. Well, I mean, it wouldn't take too much to get to that conclusion, right? Trump is a master at putting out information about, you know, fooling the left, cornering them. But he knows, I think Trump knows, that there are still some leftovers in his administration from the Obama, from the deep state, and uh, they're still leakers. We're, we're, we're still getting information that is finding its way to the press. So I think, I mean, this is my personal opinion. I don't, I don't know if I'm right or wrong. I, I think I'm right. But my initial reaction was Trump has purposefully planted this information to get this story out there because Trump knew what was in the phone call. I mean, he's been saying it for, what, week and a half, week or so? Nothing wrong with the phone call. We see the transcript. Nothing in the transcript that says what they thought. You know, there's no quid pro quo. There's no Biden eight times. There's nothing they said right. So why not plant the story to get it out there in the press to get the Democrats to do what they've done? Because the whistleblower, I want you to listen to this now, because Chuck Schumer comes out yesterday. I was on MNC. And uh, we found out the transcript was going to be released after the Democrats say they were going to impeach inquiry Trump, right? As soon as that happened, Trump says, no, hey, 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 here's the transcript in its entirety. Chuck Schumer backpedaled immediately. And what was his narrative? Well, the transcript isn't the whole story. Of course it is. It's the entire story. It's the transcript. It's the whole thing that happened. It is the entire story. It is word for word what happens. I was listening this morning to Fox News, and you know how they do this. It's amazing. So they have four, not one, not two, not three. They have four intelligence agents listening to the call and transcribing it at the same time. So you've got four people in the intelligence agencies transcribing this phone call as they hear it. It was 33 minutes in length. It's like five or six pages long, right? 
So they're transcribing it. The president's talking. Zelensky's talking. They're transcribing it, the four of them. And when the conversation's over, they all compare notes. What'd you hear? What'd you hear? Did you hear the same thing? What does this say? They, they actually compare the, man, the transcript to see if they missed anything. And then they produce one transcript. That's how it works, right? So you've got four people listening to this phone call, transcribing this deal. They put it into a transcript. That is the entire story. But not according to Chuck Schumer. Oh, well, we need to investigate and talk to this whistleblower. Now, this whistleblower, as we know, he didn't have any first-hand hearing of the conversation. None. It's rumor. Mark Levin was talking about this the other day on his program. He said, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. It would never hold up in a court of law. You can't go in and use innuendo. You can't go in and use a rumor. You can't use secondhand information and call it evidence. I said it in the program today on America's Voice. Let's say that my neighbor gets into an automobile accident, right? Happens five houses down from me. I don't see it. I don't know that it happened. But my neighbor, my other neighbor comes over and says, hey, Matt, did you hear about Fred? No. Well, Susie told me that Fred got into an accident down here and na, 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 na. Okay. So just imagine that scenario. Susie heard it from Fred, who Mike heard it from Susie, who Mike told me I'm a third-person party to this story, right? Cops show up on my door next day. Hey, your neighbor had an accident. We're just taking reports. Can you tell me um, if you saw the accident? Mm, no. But Susie told Mike, who told me that Fred, da-da-da, the cops would look at me and say, well, all right, you didn't see it. See you later. Well, we, we can't use your testimony. We can't use your facts. You weren't there. You didn't have firsthand knowledge of the wreck, so all you did was heard rumor from your neighbor. It's the same thing we have here. It is no different than what we have here. So here we are with a whistleblower who sparked this political firestorm after claiming that President Trump pressed Ukraine's leader to reopen an inquiry into Hunter Biden's business dealings. Not true. Didn't hear it. Now, this very same whistleblower is represented by national security lawyer Mark Zaid, or Mark Zaid, Z-A-I-D, a frequent Trump critic, as well as Andrew Bacay, who worked for former Senator Hillary Clinton and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. Do you find this odd? I do. House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff for Brains announced on Tuesday that the whistleblower expressed a desire to speak to the committee and confirm that lawmakers are speaking to his or her counsel. What do you think that person can add? 
What? I, I, once again, I, I'm not a lawyer. I don't play a lawyer on TV, even though my name's Matt Locke. This person has expressed a desire to speak to the committee. Well, what is he going to say? What is she going to say? Well, I heard from I heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who heard it from another. You've been messing around. Thank you, Ario. I mean, this is crazy. Now, Adam Schiff for brains took to Twitter and he says, we have been informed by the whistleblowers council that their client would like to speak to our committee and has requested guidance from the acting DNI as how to do so. We're in touch with council and look forward to the whistleblowers testimony as soon as this week. This is a farce, my friends, because the announcement sparked questions about the lawyers representing the whistleblower. Andrew Bacay, a former CIA official and a founding partner manager of the Washington, D.C.-based Compass Rose Law Group, is one of the attorneys representing the, the whistleblower. He and the firm specialize in adverse security clearance actions, whistleblower activities, and individual corporations and organizations who are facing criminal and or administrative investigations. Yahoo News notes that he left the CIA in 2014 after facing professional retaliation for trying to work with intelligence community whistleblowers said the Washington slimes described him as a vindicated whistle blower. Now the firm's website details McKay's past work as a private practice attorney in the nation's capital and highlights his experience on Capitol Hill working for three senators, the late Daniel Patrick Monahan, as well as Schumer and Clinton. The bio also mentions Bacay's past work for the Department of State, particularly at the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine. Wow. This stuff is so damn convoluted and so ridiculously incestuous and corrupt, I don't even know if I can find the words to articulate how ridiculous this is. But it gets better. While traveling on official business in Ukraine, he was called upon to act as the American official on scene and assist in the U.S. government's response to one of the world's most deadly air show disasters, which resulted in substantial American aid. Some, such as Mark Walker, Democrat, North Carolina, viewed Bacay's past work with Clinton and Schumer as a red flag. This is a Democrat. By the way, he says, quote, let me get this straight. The whistleblower leaker, that's in parentheses, had no firsthand knowledge of the call and was just spreading a rumor. Ding, 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 Johnny. What's behind door number one? But it goes on. Mr. Walker does. The Democrat from North Carolina, he says, and now is being represented by an attorney who had to leave the CIA after a whistleblower incident and has the name Schumer and Clinton on his resume. He finishes up by saying, this seems about as reputable as the DNC-funded dossier or the latest Kavanaugh propaganda. This is a Democrat! 
This isn't a Republican. He's on the same damn team, and he can put it together. I mean, this is insane. But he's right. Now, McKay is joined by fellow attorney Mark Zaid, or Zaid, or Zaid, a frequent Trump critic who announced his role in joining the legal team over this weekend. He says, Compass Rose PLLC and lead counsel Andrew McKay repping National Sec whistleblower at center of current controversy. He's he's proud. He he's proud. He he he's in the middle of this. He hates this Zayed. He doesn't like Trump at all. Right? So Zayed says he's been vocal on Twitter about his contempt for for President Trump. He says, why has at POTUS, personal lawyer, talk about subject matter he knows nothing about factually or legally? These allegations pertain to official acts and classified that at Rudy Giuliani should not have been briefed on, nor does he know anything to my knowledge about whistleblower laws. There we go. He goes on. I found a photo of President Hashtag Trump as a child at school. And he lists the photo. It's demeaning. Uh, Hashtag Trump supporters claim, including hashtag GOP, hashtag congressman, that Russia probe has been a waste of time and is nothing but partisan rhetoric. They know nothing about investigative inner workings of the Mueller report. He says, I've repped four witnesses in the Russia probe, and none of that info is publicly known. That was February 5th of this year, or uh, of 18. He goes on to say, hey, Alabama conservatives, remember when you keep telling hashtag Clinton people they lost and hashtag Trump won? Well, the North won hashtag civil war. Move on. So funny. This guy is a tool. Um, Alabama governor, he says, signs law banning cities from removing, from removing Confederate monuments. Now, Mr. Zayed, I want to get into the rest of this because it, it, it's it's pretty interesting what it what is going on here. Both Zayed and, and Bakay are also associated with Whistleblower Aid, which Zayed co-founded alongside a whistleblower John Ty, following Trump's inauguration in 2017. So they didn't form this thing until after President Trump became president. Right? So, quote, Whistleblower Aid is a nonprofit law firm, Washington, D.C. We support individuals who lawfully report government and corporate law breaking the website states. Once again, we have a whistleblower who does not have direct knowledge of this conversation that they're going to represent. Let that sink. Just let that sink in for one second. These guys started this whistleblower aid as a as a law firm in Washington D.C. right after President Trump got elected president. And what do they want to do? They want to represent whistleblowers within the Trump organization. So what have they been planning on doing since the very beginning? investigating Donald Trump. That's their sole task. That's their sole deal. We support individuals who lawfully report government and corporate law breaking. 
They've set this up from the very beginning to make Trump's life a living hell because Hillary Clinton lost an election. That's that's the that's the gist of all of this. It says, quote, it's quite scary to be a whistleblower, Ty told the Washington Examiner in September of 17. We're trying to attract people who see something wrong and want to do something about it and not go to prison. However, it seemed clear that the founders had the Russian, the Russian investigation on their minds at the time because the examiner reported whistleblower aid describes itself as a pioneering nonprofit law firm that helps patriotic government employees and brave private sector workers report and publicize their concerns with legal advice that is confidential but never ideological or partisan. What BS. Asking 17 about the timing of the group's launch, Ty said, we want to advise people what to do, whether it's going to Congress or an inspector general or Robert Mueller, referring to the special counsel's handling of the Russian investigation. As FEC filings indicate, Ty donated 2700 to Hillary for America. Adding to the web of blatant anti-Trumpers associated with those representing the whistleblower, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, spurred by the whistleblower's claims, officially announced yesterday the launch of an impeachment inquiry against the president. Quote, the House of Representatives will move forward with a formal impeachment inquiry. The president must be held accountable. No one is above the law. Unless you're an illegal alien and then you're above the law come on in have some welfare get some free schooling maybe some housing and we'll give you some snaps some food stamps and we'll take care of you know by the way would you like to vote but no one is above the law no one so here we have these whistleblowers here we have all this garbage here we have no firsthand knowledge of this conversation. But what does the left want to do? They want to investigate. It's, it is so, I'm so disturbed about the times that we're living in. I, I, I'm, I, there's some days where it just makes my blood boil of the things that I see that, you know, I'm just an everyday average guy, just like you guys out there. I'm, I'm not any smarter than you, but I watch this happen. And I think to myself, when is justice going to be served? Now, you've got Mitt Romney out there at this crap. I'm going to talk about all this in depth tomorrow. All these stories are starting to come out now. This is over at Breitbart. Mitt Romney, Trump-Ukraine call transcript is troubling. Not from what I've heard, Mitt. Not from what I've heard. Appearing Wednesday at the Atlantic's God, annual Ideas Festival, Mitt Romney described the newly released transcript of a conversation between President Trump and Ukrainian President Zelensky as troubling. McKay Coppins asked, the White House just released a call summary between President Trump and the President of Ukraine. What was your reactions? Have you read it? Uh, Romney says, I have. 
My reaction was the same as I had a few a, a few days ago, which is this remains deeply troubling, and we'll see where it leads. The first reaction is troubling. In the summary, Coppin says, that we saw, did that amount to quid pro quo or the implication of quid, of quid pro quo? Rami says, I don't know. If I'd focus so much on the quid pro quo element, as perhaps some do, I've said this in my first reaction. If the President of the United States asks or presses the leader of a foreign country to carry out an investigation of political nature, it's troubling. It's not troubling. They've been asking, this is what the amazing thing is. Trump, and, and, and there's no quid pro quo, not from what I've seen. I'm going to read it today. I'll go through the entire transcript. It's only like five pages. Take me about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes maybe, tops. I'm going to read it and I'm going to figure out what it is. But from what I'm hearing, no. From what I'm hearing, Trump's like, you know, hey, I, I, if you got the server over there, could you produce it? Crowd strikes in there. That's the interesting thing for me, this whole crowd strike deal. You know, I talked about it earlier. I've talked about it on the TV show today. CrowdStrike was the company that investigated the hack of the DNC server who did not turn the DNC server over to the FBI. Why do, you, why do you think that was the case? Why do you think the FBI never got to see the Democrat National Committee server? How do you think the DNC server got hacked in the first place? The RNC server didn't. You know, when we start looking at some of these questions, you have to ask yourself, what happened? Now, George Conway, he's Kellyanne Conway's husband. He predicts that Republican senators are going to vote to impeach Trump. You know, by the way, uh, Mr. Conway, you, you should probably pay attention to what happens in the government and what happens in civics because you need a supermajority in the Senate to confirm impeachment. Bill Clinton was impeached in the House. The Senate never confirmed it. Didn't have enough. Because that's the whole thing. It's just a majority in the House. The House can vote for impeachment. Will they? I don't believe so. George Conway is a, a, a tool. Because senators are never going to even get to the vote on this. And there aren't going to be 66 of them to do it. You literally, and here's the thing, the Democrats only have 46 Democrat senators, not even that, because Bernie Sanders is an independent. He votes with the Democrats, but there's 46 to 54. That means that 20, 20 Republicans would have to vote for a Trump impeachment. I'll see you when hell freezes over because it's never going to happen. Never going to happen. They... They, they, all the, these, this is a wet dream. And now the funny thing is, it's just another deep state coup blown up in their face. My, my good friend, Diane, over at PatriotRetort.com, PatriotRetort.com, she wrote an article the other day about Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner. And, 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 and the left, the Democrats are like Wiley Coyote. You know, they're always chasing after Trump, the roadrunner. They can never catch him. This time's going to be it. Oh, we've got Trump this time. Oh, and then they come up with these whistleblowers who have no firsthand knowledge of what's going on. And President Trump previewed the release of a transcript of his phone call on Wednesday questioning whether Democrats would apologize for launching an impeachment inquiry into a situation. He says, will the Democrats apologize? After seeing what was said on the call with the Ukrainian president, they should. A perfect call. 
got them by surprise. <laughs> he is toying. I, I'm going to tell you and as we finish up this show for today. Donald Trump is toying with the left. They are, you know, they tell you they're so smart. They tell you they're the smartest people in the room, that they know so much, and they know so little. They know so very little. They haven't a clue. I mean, seriously, these folks have zero clue of what is actually happening today. They are being played at every step by President Trump. And I'm telling you, I'm absolutely telling you, Trump sits in the White House and he sits there and he thinks to himself, how did I get so lucky? How did I get so lucky? These people are morons. These people do not have a clue what's going on. And their judgment is so clouded by hate, by the fact you know, they they want, and, and, and this is a scary thing, they want to transform America. Hell, Barack Obama said it. Barack Obama said, you know, I'm going to transform this country. And then he went around the world and apologized for us being so great. He apologized for the United States of America. And the left, they were close. They were so close they could taste it. Why do you think Diane Feinstein's running around with the Chinese? Why do you think John Kerry's running around with Iran? These people are all globalists. And at the end, there's big piles of money. And they could see it. They could see it. They could taste it. They were so close. A bunch of them are a bunch of pedophiles. They're out there doinking little girls. Now that story went away with Jeffrey Epstein. But they all could see it. They all could feel it. They all knew that if they could just turn America over to the world, that they would make so much money. And screw you. I mean, screw you. I said this yesterday. I'm going to say it again today. The Democrats aren't going to give up eating steak. You are. The Democrats aren't going to give up driving their gas guzzlers. You are. The Democrats aren't going to give up flying around in private jets or on, on commercial airlines. You are. Not them. You are. They're going to exempt themselves from any law they tell you you have to follow. And then they're going to rake in the money. And then they're going to bring in that globalist money, all that money sitting out of China, all that money sitting in Iran, all of that. How do you think we got all that money to Iran? Where do you think it came from? How do you think Obama got it? They're all sitting there. They're, they're, they're rubbing their hands together. They were so close. And then... We screwed them. That's why they hate you and I. You and I, the American voter, the people that work, sweat, bleed, and die and pay taxes for this country said, you know what? We're tired of you. We're going to put a man in charge that is going to put us first. And they all sit around. They're like, oh, crap. We've worked so hard to get here. Here's President Trump. They, they tried to get him to play ball. I think at first they probably tried to get Trump to play ball. They, 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 they probably tried to bribe him. Hell, I've heard they've tried to kill him. I mean, there's all kinds of things that swirl around out there. And Trump said, nope, not going to do it. I'm for America first. And the last three years have shown us how desperate the Democrat Party is. Tune in tomorrow. 
I'm going to talk about this transcript. I'm on tonight. Andrea K. The answer out of San Diego. Make sure you tune in. 9.17 Eastern, I believe, tonight. We're probably going to talk about a transcript or two. But tomorrow, the transcript, Friday, global warming hoax. I'm telling you, you're going to want to be around for that, for that podcast. All right, guys. That's it for today. The Matlock Show is out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. The holidays are on at Old Navy, where all jeans, all pants, all sweaters, and all outerwear are on sale up to 50% off now. Jeans start at just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. All the looks you love, even this season's must-have plaid styles, are on sale. Plus, get fashion in a flash. Buy online, pick up in-store for free today in just two hours. Hurry in for up to 50% off all jeans, pants, sweaters, and outerwear at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 11.4 to 11.13 excludes in-store clearance.